and welcome to Let's Talk Autism, the podcast brought to you by me, Michelle Davey, and by my co-host, my best friend, it is... It is I, Christelle. Christelle, I did see one of your little stories you put up on your Instagram. You can follow Christelle on Instagram at ChrissyBaby10. <laughs> um, <laughs> not plugging you or anything there. And... <laughs> I did see one of your stories saying that you you were, you were a little stressed, Christelle. You you were a little I don't know overwhelmed with <laughs> lockdown life. You needed some me time. Tell me about that, Christelle. Tell tell Auntie Mish. Tell your old pal, old buddy, what's been going on. Oh right, Auntie Mish, what's been going on? Well, you know, had a hectic day. You know, you do all the usuals, the cooking, the cleaning. The kids have been running around screaming, love them, bless them. But sometimes you just need five minutes, yeah? I go to the toilet, there's a knock on the door. Mum! I say to them, okay, um, I'm just in the toilet. Wait, your kids knock? My kids just pure bowl <laughs> into the toilet. No, I lock the door. Oh, we haven't got locked. They busted it off just through barging <laughs> in. <laughs> no, I lock the door. And, you're not, and I'll say, I'll speak to you in a minute. Okay, Mum, but I just wanted to say, I'll speak to you in a minute. But Mum... Do- Oh, okay, they don't understand English. Right, good. So then I came into my room, my sanctuary. They were in the living room with their dad. All of a sudden, all three are on my bed. One is on a phone, the other one is on a Nintendo Switch. And they're there, they're talking. And I'm just sitting here looking at them thinking, out of all the rooms you could have gone to, you thought, let's just go where mummy is having some peace and quiet. I didn't say anything. I just started filming myself for social media perks. I put my program on and I put it on really loud. (laughs) (laughs) And then they looked at me like I was disturbing them. Then the eldest one said, come on, guys, let's go to our room. It's way too loud in here. Yes, thank you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So that's what's been going on on my end. So this podcast at the moment, this is going to be my moment of peace. Your time, your time with me is your me time. I feel privileged. Yes, 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 Misha. But how are things on your end? How's your week been? Not bad, not bad. The weather has been miserable. And I always talk about the weather. Like when I listen to it back and I hear us talking about the weather, I'm like, why are we talking about the weather? It's a, a fundamental job. part of our lives. This We need to be on TV talking about the weather. We need to be the new weather girls. Do you know what we need, right? I've seen this in other podcasts. They have like a little jingle. So we can do, let's talk autism weather report. And we can talk about in a non-geographic way, not geographic, meteorologic. Cool. I don't know. But yeah, we can talk about the weather. Quick one minute, sum up the weather of the week and how it's affected our kids. Right. The weather this week (laughs) has been really windy. I had this conversation (laughs) My husband come home and was like, why are the kids so mental? And I was like, because it's windy outside. And I will say this, because when I was a teacher, if you didn't know, I used to teach. When really? I was a te- <laughs> when I was a teacher, it's a known thing. When it is windy, Christelle, if you notice this, your kids are mental when it's windy. I have never noticed it before. But, Michelle, from now on, I'm going to look out for this. And if you are correct, I need to get you a job on telly. Another thing I need to bring up on our little pre-chat, as I like to call this part of our podcast, is how about that time that we said we were going to do a competition and never we never did? What competition? The competition oh, last week. Was that during Christmas time? No, last week. <laughs> See? Well, okay. Yes, that's what I thought. Yes, yes. The Elvis one. Oh, yes. Did we get the results in for the poll? 
Christelle, we didn't even put it out there. We're really sorry, everyone. So we'll put that out there this week and you can, oh, well, in the next couple of weeks. And yeah, we are going to be doing a giveaway. We're accumulating a prize stock at the moment so that we can share it with you. And okay. one lucky listener will be the winner. So, Christelle, who have we got on today? I'm going to let you do the talking today. I'm going to let you be in control today because this is this is your guest. Oh, Michelle, I'm so honoured that you just passed the button on to me. Like, honestly, I'm overwhelmed. Um, yes, this is one of my cousins and I love her to bits. Her name is Gloria and she, uh, growing up, obviously her brother is autistic. You know, through the conversations that we have had over the years, I feel like some of the things that we have spoken about are should really be shared with others just so that people can see how much prejudice or bad energy that people with SEN um, can receive. Yeah, so I thought it would be good for us to talk about the kind of things that people say that are really hurtful. Ignorant. Um, yeah, ignorant and hurtful for people who have autism and their families and there's some really horrible toxic things that people have said that I feel like should really be put out there so that people know that these things are not okay to say. Michelle, do you think though like I know we'll speak about this more with Gloria but do you think that people say these horrible toxic things because they are horrible toxic people I know there's going to be some or do you think people say this just because they have got they're ignorant and they've got no understanding of it. I think both. I think you do get the type of people that they don't know nothing, but they always put their mouth in your situation. They feel like they know because maybe they saw their it on mouth, TV Their mouth program. in your situation. I like their that mouth. saying. That mouth in your situation. I do like that saying. Go on, carry on. <laughs> yeah, but do you know what I mean? Like they're in your conversation when they shouldn't be because they don't know anything about it, you know? Yes. And they feel like they can comment and say things that they shouldn't say because they've watched a program or they've read a book or a magazine or something you know yes or they know um, someone who's got a child that's autistic yeah and other people are how can i say other people i do say are toxic people you know because they say hurt people hurt people so some people they've been through bad experiences and stuff and they feel like they can now put that on somebody else but, right, yeah. well, let's hear what Gloria's got Sarah. I can't wait to meet her. Another member of the Christelle fan bam. Let's go. So here on Let's Talk Autism, we have our very special guest who goes by the name of Gloria. Hey, Hi, Gloria. Hello. Hey, Gloria. How are you? Hello, how are you? <laughs> well, good, thank you. How are you today? I am good, thank you. Super excited, super nervous, all at the same time. Don't be nervous. <laughs> we're here, we're, we're all friends, some family. So hey. just be at ease and just take it as a therapy session. Okay, okay? I'll take it, yeah. Yes. So, Gloria, you are not autistic, but you have grown up with an autistic brother whose name is Benjamin, yes? Yes. You call him Benji? Yes, Benji for short, because, you know, that's the star of the family. So, Benji, <laughs> yes, that's my bed, that's my little brother, my little boo. <laughs> <laughs> so, can you tell us a little bit about Benji? And can you just um tell us when you first or your mum first knew that Benji was autistic Okay, so my mom knew that there was something uh, not developing 
as fast as the other kids when he was two years old. But when uh, she kept on going to the doctors, they kept on telling her that, oh, uh, it's fine. You know, some kids, you know, they they have some delays, like it's okay. But she knew that there was something. He wasn't as vocal. He wasn't verbal, you know, at two years old. And so like after being persistent with it, that's when, you know, the doctors referred her. And then they did some tests and some assessments on him. And they realized that, you know, he had autism. But he's 15 now. No, he's going to be wow. 15 in September. So he's 14 years old now. So, uh, yeah. So from two to like 14, there's been, it's definitely been a journey. I'll just say that. So there's been ups, there's been downs, but uh, he's steady now at 14. He's doing a lot better. What's the age gap, Gloria, between you and your brother? Yes, 15 years. So oh, I'm going wow. to be 30 this year and he's going to be 15 this year. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a big age gap. Like that was our baby. Like when my mom had him, like that was my baby that was my little sister's baby like you know that was ours oh <laughs> and what's your relationship like with Benji it's really good now like it's really and I think it gets better because I've just learned to like do certain things with him or just accept who he is I think a lot of the times especially like in a Congolese community like when you do have a child that has a, a disability or um has autism you kind of you kind of just you I was very harsh I can say that I was very harsh in the sense of like just trying to like fix everything you know trying to make things better but I think it's easier when you accept your sibling for who they are and just try your best to kind of give them the best life so growing up Gloria what did autism mean to you like you've just said now you're from Congo yeah the democratic republic on congo and so am i um and i speak to michelle about this all the time i say sometimes the people from where we're from are quite harsh in the way they speak um sometimes it's not necessarily in a bad way it's just the way they speak they'll see you and say oh girl you've put on weight (laughs) and you're thinking oh oh that was a bit that was a bit harsh but to them to them if you say to them that was harsh they'll say no, I'm, I'll just tell you facts. Yeah, literally, <laughs> you know? literally. But how was it? What what kind of obstacles would you say you came up against having Benji yeah. as your brother, as an autistic child? What kind of things pe- did people say to you? Uh, they said so many things. Like, you know, they will, they will use, like, words like slurs, like, you know, retarded, especially, like, in a Congolese community. Like, if a child is not speaking um you know well or you know it's it's a bit you know not as vocal verbal as the other kids they'll just be like okay that child for example is you know retarded or that child is stupid or that child is dumb like they don't go into the details it's either like black and white so definitely we had that yeah close members of the family didn't even want to like invite us to send weddings and things like that because uh, there was a period of time I think between uh seven and ten like Benji like literally like we'll bring him to the weddings and he'll he'll run around and things like that and obviously you know these are like people's weddings and things like that so they don't want that they don't want like a child to be you know in their eyes out of control you know or you have like cousins telling me that oh my gosh like you know like nobody's gonna marry you because you know I I wouldn't want a brother-in-law like that and things like that so people were so harsh Mm. with us because it was also something new in the family. So they didn't know how to deal with it. So it was, they were either understanding or very harsh, you know. And yeah. uh, it was difficult. It was very yeah. difficult, you know. It was very, 
it's the most yeah it sounds it sounds like it was thing. very difficult but would you say yeah. how did that impact you and your sister in terms of when you heard people saying all these negative things about you and mm. about your brother did it change the way you behave towards him or do, did you feel a bit ashamed and i'm only asking this because we had a similar situation in school with my my oldest child where my middle son he he's a they call him flight risk because he just takes off (laughs) and obviously he he was going to parts of the school that he's not supposed to be in they've got Mm -hmm. the parts of school for the younger ones and the older ones and he managed to escape and go into the older ones pe lesson he said oh it was so embarrassing mom it was so embarrassing because he was just running around screaming Mm -hmm. so i had to ask him so are you embarrassed of your brother and he said no He's like, I'm not embarrassed of him, but he was just like, it was just embarrassing because everybody was looking, mm-hmm. you know. But so how did how did you find it? Did it make you alter yeah. your attitude towards your brother? Of course. And I completely can relate to it. Sometimes you do think like, oh, like, when is this going to stop? Like As your brothers got older and mm-hmm. as, you know, we're talking sort of 15 years. So now as he's as he's got older and mm-hmm. people's perceptions have changed and more awareness is being brought gloria yeah. do you feel that your your families and people who said some of those attitudes like had those attitudes at the start of your journey mm-hmm. do you feel like some people have changed a little bit you know uh, my cousin actually apologized to my sister because um like he was definitely not very nice like to Benji he was not very nice to us and uh, he apologized you know he apologized and I really appreciated that like he apologized and it's all about just educating obviously it's not everyone that's going to understand all the time you know so there's some people that if they want to stay ignorant let them stay ignorant we're moving on but those people that do come forward and be like okay I've I've seen the errors of my ways or I didn't understand like we we do give them a chance to kind of learn more about it and spread awareness about it so we're pretty open and we do have support like for example Benji used to live here but now he lives in Belgium with my mom and my sister so they have a little bit more support there because there's a lot more of my family members as well there for my mom so she has a lot more support as well so uh, it has changed a little bit I can say and how have things improved for Benji in terms of the care that he gets because I know when he was younger he used to be very particular about certain things like he liked routine and he liked if you put some if he put something there he wants it to be there and if you move it he will kick off so um (laughs) yeah so how would you say how have things improved for him and what kind of things have really helped him um, so definitely his diet, actually, um, when he went to Belgium, they diagnosed him with diabetes and my mom had to change his diet and he was born to the hospital and um, they spoke to him as well, Benji. So he was aware that, you know, if he's not eating right, he's going to go back to the hospital and he hates the hospital. So like even when we go to the stores now, like he knows like what foods are good for him, what foods are not good for him yeah he's eating a lot more salads and he's still particular with his food but at school he eats spaghetti and so he's kind of expanded a little bit yeah and he really liked music that's one thing i, I noticed yes. about him he, he's one of them children that if he heard a song even just once yeah. he would know it from beginning to end and he used to absolutely love um, was it rihanna you know yes. that song, or nana 
Yes, Ooh, what's na, my name? Na. Yes, <laughs> that's his song. He loved Rihanna. He loved Marley. Like you know, like he's the producer of the family. Like really, like you give him drums, he knows how to play it. Like you give him any kind of drum, like African drums, normal drums. Like he is so like musical. So yeah, he's definitely gonna do something in the music space. Like he knows how to put music together. He's just so he's so musical and he loves sounds. He loves singing. He loves karaoke. So he's just. A musical genius he's a musical genius in the family um so yeah so you give him that and you give him like um his foods that he like he likes plantain as well so he's for show congolese so you give him that salad plantain and some bob marley what's plantain it's uh the banana you know uh, what they call it plantain or plantain but um it's the banana but not the sweet it's the savory banana oh i didn't even know yeah, it's really nice. You you fry it. Some people put it in the oven, but then it's called if somewhere else, something else. And you can just eat it by itself or have it with some chicken and yeah. rice up to you. But it's really yeah. nice. Don't worry, Mish, when pandemic is done. Yes, uh, we need to do it for you. You need to have okay. like a Congolese experience. Like, <laughs> come on over, come on over, come on over with your children. Yes, uh, you need to have I will it. be there. <laughs> when he was younger Gloria you were saying that his speech wasn't there is he yeah. verbal now he's a little bit more verbal um he's just now he's, he's starting to um get involved in conversations because before he was just more in his own corner like he'll be listening to music on his phone and things like that but so he was more self-directed yes but now he's like you know he he can get involved in certain uh, conversation. He's bilingual as well, so he can speak a few words in Lingala, a few words in French, a few, uh, and he speaks English fluently. So um, so yeah, so he taps in those languages and points when he wants to. When he doesn't want to speak, he's not going to speak. And when he wants to speak, he will say some words. So we're still working on that. We're still he's still doing speech therapy for that. Christelle, I was going to ask you this before as well, because, you know, with your middle son, when they sort of do speech therapy and things like that, because you speak different languages, don't you, Christelle? Yeah. Is what happens there? They Do they do the sort of speech just English or can you sort of... For him, he's a little delayed and other stuff. I keep it just English for him for now. I know growing up, they always said, professionals always say oh when people speak different language languages at home it, it confuses the child i can be a testament that said it does not it doesn't yeah conf- it didn't confuse me you know because mm. when i was younger i spoke dutch which i don't speak anymore i've forgotten that but i spoke dutch french lingala and english mm. and i knew exactly where to put all those languages and sometimes what we do is we mix it but that's just because you want to not yeah. because you're confused Mm. um so it didn't hinder me at all but with him if i'm trying to teach him just say the basic words like hi and everything i'm not going to bring another language into it it would confuse him but no i think everyone is is an individual in that sense so if you speak languages at home but and your child takes to it then you know go for it it's the same with accents as well because my husband's irish Mm. and there are some things that he'll say that i've noticed my children say differently to me like my youngest child will say head instead of head like I'll, I'll say Aww. head oh well, you've banged your head and but my little one will say I've banged my head because that's sort of how because he's Irish Aww. that's how he says it oh my head like that so yeah I suppose so they pick little bits 
out. You pick all the that. bits that you want, that you want. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So, Gloria, we've spoken about you, your brother, mm-hmm. and, you know, the difficulties that you guys had. But can you tell me, what have you learned from Benji? What have you learned from having a brother that is autistic? Oh, my gosh. I've gained so much admiration and so much respect for parents that do have you know children with disabilities and also single moms because my mom was a single mom even though my dad is in the picture but you know my mom was basically doing a lot of it on her own you know here um so I've gained so much admiration for just parents and mothers overall but you know I've learned to to be open and not to be so judgmental because I think before Benji, before we even had like, um, yeah, before we Benji was born, um, I never really tried to understand about uh, disabilities and things like that. To me, it was just like, oh, that's just something, you know, I don't know nothing about, you know, so um, it's not really important for me. But because of Benji, I've had to open my heart and my head to learn more and to just be more understanding and have super more compassion for people and just people with uh, disabilities or parents that do have children with disabilities. Like I've just learned that and to just see life in his eyes because to him, everyone is good. Everything is fine. Like he can go, he can get hurt uh, like now and then 10 minutes after like he's fine. He gets on with it. So he's so strong and the way he sees life is just beautiful. Oh, that's so lovely, Gloria. I'm so glad that you've come (laughs) and and shared your story and your journey and yours and your brother's journey with us. I know that you're a super fan of Let's Talk Autism podcast. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. And I always push you guys like on Sundays, you know, and obviously, you know, because first of all, I have to shout out you guys. Like if it wasn't for you guys I don't think I would even speak about my brother on social media because it's the fact that Crystal was involved in something like this I was like oh my god of course I'm gonna speak out as well so you guys really have inspired me to speak more about it so thank you thank you guys you know you guys are doing a great job oh thanks so much Gloria <laughs> and You're thank welcome. you uh Crystal's Crystal's wiping away an emotional tear there <laughs> <laughs> Basically, oh. thanks Gloria no, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, Christelle, that was so nice meeting your cousin Gloria and hearing about all your other little cousin Benji's uh, life there. Yeah, no, she is a character. And um, yeah, I know growing up when we was with Benji, there, there are times where, you know, you'd be in a certain environment and, you know, he, obviously he used to throw tantrums, he used to have meltdowns, you know, and things like sound, everything used to really, really affect him. And in our community, it's like, I think people looked at her mum like, oh, your child is out of control. That Those kind of, how can I say, those kind of perceptions are not helpful at all. Um, and, you know, it's hard enough us like when you go out when you go out with your children they're acting out they're throwing a little tantrum and so it doesn't help when people now are saying to things to you like keep your child under control if you can't don't come out you know stay at home and those things are really hurtful and people forget the child can hear you they can hear you and it does affect them so you know we just need to stop and educate ourselves especially about things what words that we should and should not be using. We have children that are autistic, Mish, and 
even on podcasts, we are very mindful of the kind of words that we use because sometimes yeah. we even get it wrong. But it is a it's it's a learning it's a it's a journey that we're on and we are learning. I think yeah. that's I think that's with 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 everything as well though, Christelle. It's like you know people I hate this whole thing that oh people were snowflakes and you know we shouldn't you know be calling we could be we should call people what we want to call them blah blah blah. It was all right mm. ten years ago, but no, this this is the difference. People are speaking yeah. out. We're not snowflakes. People are speaking out saying we don't like being called this. We don't like this terminology. That's not being a snowflake. That is trying to change things for the good and not hurt feelings. Do you know what yes. I mean? Yes. And, you know, me and you've had this conversation before when we've been talking about race, when we've been talking about LGBT, anything like that, you know, this is respect. It's respect. We should be, you know, using the correct terminology and not being yeah. labelled in ourselves by these ignorant, bigoted people as snowflakes because we're the ones trying to show respect here and trying to learn and trying to further and trying to spread awareness yeah how dare they <laughs> yeah that's us crystal and our soapbox this week i feel like we're proper like gone old school debating on this like like we used to <laughs> when we was at school having a rant on the bus about things putting the world to rights it's been a good we too loud <laughs> way too loud <laughs> you were too loud no it's been good it's been good and it's been good learning I learned a lot today and this is what I love each week we're just learning so much and and these things you know sometimes we have light light-hearted more light-hearted fun conversations like last week with with Aaron he's Elvis impersonator and you know I'm j- just grateful that we get to cover such a wide range of different topics on let's talk autism yeah, it's really incredible and we're loving every single minute of it. So stay tuned because we have so much more in store for you this year. I don't know if you heard, Christelle, I was on um, a radio show this week called Spanners 90s Radio with a guy from I know from the BBC. And he was saying, oh, Michelle, I thought you and your podcast would be Podfade by now. And I was like, excuse me, what is, pod- what is Podfade? And he was like, oh, I thought you'd do a couple of episodes and be faded away. Why did he think that? I said, obviously, you do not know me and Christelle. We are stickers. <laughs> he doesn't know us. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, he was congratulating us on, uh, you know, how far we've come. And I'm really pleased and really, really grateful for all the support that we do get. And mm. can't wait to keep going with this. Phil and Holly. Yes. Phil and Holly, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're still here waiting for our call. Christelle. That's us for another week. But uh, thanks so much for bringing your cousin on this week. And no next week we will be back with a brand new episode. Woohoo! We can't tell you what it is yet because we ain't planning that far ahead. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.